from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. touched on it briefly baseball then we'll get over to football and what else but yep playing games out of your league midweek games against these opponents and other games on the weekend until you get into intra-league play how do you square everybody up in these games once they see each other yeah, I mean, you really can't, but until they do, Bill, to be honest with you. I mean, last year, um, Florida lost three, uh, either two or three midweek games early in the year and was playing for a national title there at the end uh, against LSU. So I, I, a lot of teams, Bill, I, it's difficult um, to really get a gauge on them because, I mean, you just look and, and see. I mean, Bill, look how bad LSU's pitching was in the beginning of the year. I, I mean, Look at, at like, Tennessee last year where they struggled to hit the ball in the beginning of the year then end up in Omaha. So uh, I, I don't completely overreact to early midweek losses, but I do think that they're a big deal to, to because you can't – like, for example, tell Ole Miss who lost back-to-back midweek games or Vanderbilt who almost lost, back, back, lost back-to-back midweek games that they don't matter. Um, you got to take care of business. So – I'm not. A lot of people say, "Oh, they don't matter." Every game matters. If you're the people, let me just tell you the truth: the people who say the midweek games don't matter never played it at the next level. I mean, come on. So, like, a competitor wants to compete and win. Bill, I play my son in, in checkers. I want to win, and he's four. You know, I mean, like, come on. So, I don't know. I, I think they do matter. The way that I measure them up is who started off on the mound. And how well did they hit in a mid- in a midweek? But it you know until until probably March fifteenth, Bill, it doesn't it doesn't hold a lot of weight. Is there been one surprise on the baseball team today? Maybe and, and surprise, I mean, maybe somewhat unexpected. You mean LSU or just in general? LSU. 
Um, but Bill Luke Coleman's really good. You know, um, probably him or Gage Jump. I think Bill going from a team that hit so well and so good last year, and that was the the crutch of your team. To now, it's it. I'm not saying it is reverse, but Bill, it somewhat is. Um, it, it, it's crazy to me that you can you can change so much in one year on how good you were at the plate versus now. I mean, on the mound, you got Gage Jump, who'll probably go Friday against Texas. Um, might be a first round guy, then Luke Holman, and then Thatcher Hurd. I mean, Bill, it's the best rotation that LSU's had probably since Skip Bertman, to be honest with you. Um, and that I, I do think that's saying a lot because you had Paul and Aaron, they had a lot of good years in there with Aaron Nola and, and all the big time major league guys. But this has the potential to be one of the best pitching staffs that LSU's ever had. Bill, I, I think you know Skip had said this that, that he didn't know if there's um, along with Doug Thompson who played it for LSU baseball. This is probably the hardest throwing LSU team maybe ever. Um, and so they they are really stacked on the mound. The question becomes, Bill, can they can they start heating up at the plate, which I think they have a little bit. But big game tonight against Rice. The LSU goes to Houston. Bill, outside of Louisiana, the number one place for alumni for LSU and the entire state of Louisiana is Houston. So it, believe it or not, Bill, LSU actually has a big midweek game today uh, because of, of Louisiana and all the ties that we have to Houston. I'll give you one up here. It would be Robin Villeneuve at Tennessee, and he's a Canadian kid, and his his first language is French. He's the <laughs> Texas kid that you told me LSU tried to recruit. Anyways, yep. it's early, it's early, and I will back this. Um, I'll back up on this if I have to. He may be a better bet than Amy. I'm not kidding. That's yeah. He, he. I mean. It's crazy. Bill, there's so – I mean, and then, like, I mean, it, it's just amazing. Bill, I don't think that we've talked about this part. I, and I'm not saying this, too, but I'm thinking of Amen. Bill, the transfer portal affects college baseball more than any, any other sport from a dynamic. I mean, look at Tennessee. Look at LSU. You know, it, it's in, insane. But, yeah, Texas is, is it's insane. He's insane. I, I, look, Bill, Texas did against Cal Poly, who, by the way, is a really good team. Texas right. didn't give up a run this weekend. So, <laughs> I mean, they didn't, in, in 27 innings, they did not give up a run. I just, I don't know. I, I mean, here we go. You know, it, it's about it's about to get rolling here. Blake Rafino with us each and every Wednesday. On hold with, with football until we get onto the spring football field. Anything to talk about that's uh, earth-shattering? Uh, I mean, it kind of went viral this week, Bill, about um, Harold Perkins staying at linebacker. I, I mean, look, I don't know what we really talk about it. Bill, I think they're going to go to the three three five stat. I, I think they have to this spring and have to run it because they don't have interior defensive linemen. Uh, I think it's the best thing that could have ever happened to Harold Perkins. But people see the headline, Bill, you know, Harold Perkins staying at linebacker. But what, you know, with the non-educated – don't understand is that being a jack in this system is still a linebacker. You know, like people freaked out about that. Other than that, Bill, there's 
really nothing to discuss until we get on the uh, on the field next Tuesday. But I, I do think, Bill, from a philosophy standpoint, and I think Brian Kelly doesn't mind doing that because look what he did in hiring Marcus Freeman. I, but I just don't think that they have a choice. So, you know, LSU's got a lot of things that they got to answer. I still think they got some pieces, but they got some questions they got to answer, and they started next Tuesday. A little bit off the beaten path, but this time of year we can do this. Yesterday, Paul Johnson came up on the show, former Georgia Tech coach, because he was just elected into the Georgia State Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. And we were talking about what he did at Georgia Tech and, and running that triple option and how how very few teams run it. That's not new. That's not a new topic. But I've I've spent so many years thinking about that offense. And since you played offensive line, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you, I, I think the number one disruptor, and your defensive ends have to be very disciplined, and your outside linebackers, and your safety. And, but but if you've got a three technique who's just an absolute wrecker at the line of scrimmage, to me that's the best weapon you can have against that trip. I don't care if it's the belly series with a fullback, if the quarterback's going to keep it. If you've got a three technique who's going to blow up that line of scrimmage, and bowl that play from the beginning, I don't think there's anything more disruptive than that. The problem is, Blake, very few people have that do. That's what makes the best teams the best. I mean, Bill, what was what was how what was Texas's strength? I mean, a lot of people talked about their defensive D-tack. line. So was you know was was Michigan's? Uh, Bill, here's the truth. I think no matter what you do, if you have a versatile three technique, you can you can run college football. Ask uh, ask Georgia in twenty twenty two with uh, oh. you know. So yeah. I, I mean, Bill, Nate, let, let, let's run through this twenty eighteen Clemson, okay, even twenty nineteen uh, LSU. Bill, by the way, just throwing this out there, did you know that twenty nineteen LSU team had four defensive linemen drafted in the first three rounds? Okay, no, bec- no because everybody watched the offense. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point, and nobody remembers that. 2022 or 2020 Alabama, and then you have the Georgia teams, and now you've got this Michigan one. What do all of what did all of them have in common, Bill? They Dudes. have dominating defensive yeah. lines. So right. I think that when you can find that guy, Bill, it, it, well, here's the truth that I think you, you can ask any defensive coordinator or any coach. They will spend the money at defensive tackle, and – they need to. That's why Walter Nolan can can ask for what he wants building the portal. I don't mean that in the wrong way, not trying to go down that beaten path either, but, I mean, it's why he's so important. There's no doubt about it, man. And you, considering your job responsibilities, oftentimes you'd be on the three technique, right? Yeah, I mean, depending. I mean, Bill, the way that most centers do – you're going to probably lean and call your coverage to the best defensive tackle, barring different pressures that they send they send at you. Okay, Bill. Let me let me just tell you this. <laughs> Ask me if I called a pressure not going towards Fletcher Cox. <laughs> You've told us about that, right? <laughs> I did. I, I did not. So I, I mean, it all depends, and it all depends on how dominate how dominating he is. Bill, I've got to be honest with you. Sometimes I will even still go against the grain of a pressure because if he's got a one-on-one battle, if our guard has a one-on-one battle with a Aaron Donald or whoever, 
because you got to be able to read that hot route. You got to be able to figure that part out because I would rather you know that the guy from the outside who has a longer path to get to you, okay, is going to come free versus I know that my left guard is about to get his absolute thing, his stuff wrecked. So it, it just all depends on different calls and formations. Are you what, are you on the far left hash or the far right hash? How, how does you know how does that work out? And Bill, that that plays into the game of this. But I never I never really not, didn't lean more towards a three tech because the nose, Bill, or the one technique, the big fatties or the fat boys is what we call them. Yeah. The, the the instances of what they do of a pass rush. I mean, they're not going to get to them. The, the best one technique, Bill, that I've seen in the last two years probably, or, or maybe not one technique because, I, I mean, you still had Jordan at, at, at Georgia. Uh, I think Bra- it was Braden Fisk, believe it or not, at Florida State. I, I think that he was one of the best one techniques of rushing the passer and dominating the run that I've seen in quite some time. And that's why Florida State had a lot of a lot of success, too. The stereotype of that guy, not Brett Fisk, but is a big space eater. But he's not going to be the best athlete like a three ten. That's why. No, Bill, you'll see him at your local Waffle House at at 7 p.m. every night. (laughs) Tell everybody how they can get your info. We'll be live today at 11 a.m. We'll go around your SEC bills, and we got big midweek business and versus Price before we head out to you. All right, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. Go Tigers. Blake Rafino, y'all. We'll take the break. Clear. We're clear, man. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. We got major rain moving through the Nashville area. Uh, give yourself extra time here uh, because of this rain. It's now moving into the area. 65 already slow go northbound up around the Portland area. So as you head north of Nashville, there's a delay waiting for you up there. It's really heavy now coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Again, give yourself extra time. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. Guess what? The Cats are back. The Nashville Cats will be returning to the Municipal Auditorium on April 27th in the season opener against the Minnesota Myth. There will be five total games played at Municipal Auditorium with one additional game played up in Clarksville at FNM Bank Arena on Armed Forces Day on Saturday, May 18th. For player or dance team tryouts or tickets, log on to thenashvillecats.com. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. The home of commitments and other stuff. The Bill King Show. They were talking to Patton about this. Vanderbilt. Doctors and lawyers fighting each other over the athletic department on social media. That's a high level of intellect fighting. Vandy on Vandy crime on Twitter. And I didn't really get to see it, but I saw people talking about it. Patton filled a spin on it, too. It's all over. Stackhouse, apparently one of the big booster guys, told Will Purdue what he could do anatomically. Which you can't say on the radio, just like you can't drop the S-bomb like I did on the radio on Saturday. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Armageddon, welcome in, sir. Armageddon, welcome in. Hey, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing good. Greetings from 12th and Broadway, by the way, Bill. Sounds like all, sounds like you're on the Cumberland River in a boat. Yeah, it's all hex broken loose down here downtown six one five, Bill. I mean, it's pouring, coming down sideways. My car's being shook from side to side. It's crazy down here right now. I'm actually sitting in McDonald's parking lot, Bill. Are you also wearing a vest, a bulletproof vest? Are you safe? <laughs> That's good. That's a good one, Bill. You know, maybe I should when I'm down here around Mickey Metro. You never know, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. They'll get me for talking on my cell phone. You know, that happened one time, Bill. Oh, you got you got pulled over for being on your phone? Motorcycle cop, yes, sir. Did you right get a on ticket? Broadway. Ticket or a warning? No, a ticket. And the funny thing was, he followed me for like four blocks. I think he was, you know, running my tags. 
see if he could, you know, take me to Slammer maybe, see if I had a warrant, something like that. No, the only warrant you got from Vanderbilt. And I don't think that one counts. I don't think he just got access to that one. <laughs> That's true, Bill. A little over four years now. Anyway, what? I wanted to talk, I got, no, Bill. I got, I got one question. One question. What if yeah. when he when he pulled you over after he followed you for a couple of blocks, you roll your window down, he comes up and he goes, I heard you've been banned from Vanderbilt. Is that true? What if he said that? <laughs> No, I, I doubt the Metro cops know about it, but I think over there at BUPD, you know, they, right. they've they got me, my picture up on the side of the wall probably in the building there, you know, Vanderbilt's most wanted. Right. Anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, if we're, now that we're going to go into this 12-team playoff, Bill, um, obviously it's going to take a little bit longer, you know, to decide a natty. Um I do think it's, me personally, I do think it's a better system. Uh, I think you'll have less griping over those maybe that just miss out, things like that. But um, kind of brief me a little bit, Bill, because I haven't really studied that much yet. Brief me a little bit on how, you know, they're going to go through this because, um, you know, if you start it with 12, I- I'm assuming what they would play six games and then it comes down to six. Is that correct? Is that the way it's going to go? Or well, they've they've changed the format. They tweaked it. It's going to be five automatic bids, and that will be the five league champions that are ranked the highest, one through five. And the first four will get buys there, and then after that, you're talking about seven at large, and they'll match up that way. But. The confusing thing is they're talking about maybe going to 14. I don't know how serious that is as we could get to it by 2026. That's unclear, but it's very confusing. I would think, Bill, you know, the other thing would be, um, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but, you know, your team say from, let's say, 6 or 7, you know, on up to 12, if that's where it's at. You know, how realistic would their chances be of winning a natty? I would say really not that good. I would think still it's gonna probably gonna come from the top, don't you think? Yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna make a team that now has the opportunity to at least be in there can now win it all. I think that's a misnomer. Let me read you. It's a it's a quick little one, but it's it's concise with the words. It says the four highest ranked conference champions will be seated one through four, and each will receive a first round bye. Teams seated five through twelve will play each other in the first round on the home field of the higher ranked team. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Bill, I'm gonna uh, I've taken up enough of your time. I'm gonna see if I can build an ark somewhere. It's crazy down here. It's water everywhere. We'll see you soon. Armageddon, for you folks, some of you may know him. Some of you may not. He is a Vanderbilt fan. He acknowledges that they have booted him a couple of years ago. He is not allowed to go to any sporting event there. And he know he's aware of that. He's I think he he holds that proudly. 
And uh, so he watches him. He's a big Vanderbilt fan, watches him, but um, he's not allowed to be over there. Now, I don't know how long that lasts or what. Hoptown Boy says, Bill, sounds like Armageddon was in the bathroom. I don't know. At first, it sounded like there was water. Now, not rain. It sounded like he was floating on water. And the only body of water over there where he's at would be the Cumberland River right there snaking through downtown. I'm not sure where he was. But Armageddon is a true Vandy fan. I'm just saying. He is. No, 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 he is. He may he may um laugh about it and everything, but he's a serious Vandy fan and they're they're struggling mightily over there right now. Jim and Jupiter. Braden Fisk is gonna make an NFL team happy. He greatly increased his draft status by coming to Florida State. Absolutely dominated the second half of the season after he was healed from off-season shoulder surgery. Yeah, on his visits. Remember, he visited Notre Dame, visited Southern Cal, visited Florida State. He, I believe, was in a sling. He had shoulder surgery, and really, he didn't get to do anything in the spring, if I recall, right, guys? And, uh, or wasn't able to, I don't think he was locking up with people, let me put it that way. But he was very coveted. And a big 6'5", not, not, 340, but 305, and and pretty athletic. He'll be an NFL defensive lineman. Yes. Oh, no no doubt. Now, what level? Unclear. But NFL defensive lineman, that is a beautiful job. If you're good enough to do that and, and be in a rotation, not saying everybody needs to be Aaron Donald because you can be, but that's uh, that's a pretty thing, man. That's a that's a pretty thing, and and he was um, he was going to be a attractive NFL type draft pick no matter what. But yes, I think that year did absolutely help him at Florida State. I don't really look much at mock drafts. I mean, I may peek at him, but is he where is he thought to be projected? I mean, give me rounds three through five, or what? What are they saying about him? I don't, again, I don't know. I, I haven't looked. Hadn't thought about it much. Perry Mason, Bill, have you watched this Gator basketball team? They could be real tough down the stretch. I watch a little bit of college basketball, mainly Kentucky. I try and catch almost every Kentucky game. I catch a lot of Tennessee games, too, being from here, and my boys all pull for Tennessee. They they love them. Man, it's a, it's a really good basketball team on top of that. So those games will be on all the time here when they're playing. I'll catch those games. One of my sons loves college basketball a lot, Harrison, and he has he'll have Kansas on. He'll have uh, – Heck, Michigan State on. He'll watch Houston the other day. They were playing. He, he watches. He'll have all those kind of games on. I'm not as deep. At, I used to watch them all. And that's faded through the years. And I, it, it saddens me, but it's true. 
it saddens me because I really enjoyed. There was a time where in the summer, this is 35, 40 years ago, there was a time in my life in the summer where I would, at the same time, think. I'd be on mower, cutting grass. I'd be bush hogging at the farm, doing something. And while I'm sitting there on a nice, warm, hot summer day, just loving life, I'd be thinking about college football and college basketball equally. There was a time in my life where that was absolutely the case. I would think about it from a a league point of view and a national point of view. And I'd sit there and my mind would race through teams, rosters, leagues, recruits, recruiting rankings. Remember, Bob Gibbons is probably the, I think, that the biggest name basketball recruiting service guy. I think. And I, so I would think about his rankings and the top 100 players. I would get those top 100. I'd buy those lists if it was sold. And I would think I would think basketball and football literally, again, not playing portion either way, not basketball or football going on. And I would simultaneously obsess over all of the above. And through the years, with the absolute boom and explosion of college football, and again, very few will tell you this, the catalyst being the BCS, because it was perfectly imperfect, I loved it, and the demise of college basketball simultaneously. For a number of reasons. Now, is it still a good sport? And uh, do I love March? And when I watch it, I, I have some fun with it? Absolutely. But it just got crushed when you juxtapose it with college football the last 30 years. Just got annihilated. And it ain't coming back. Not, not, Not to where it was. Hawkeye Jason Bill, remember why Armageddon got a lifetime ban at Vanderbilt? Yeah, it was the end of the Arkansas game, and he runs onto the court and um, has a middle finger for the uh, the ref. <laughs> Very famous moment. And the picture, look, he's famous, man. There's a picture of it. That, that's him, yes. Any of you who have never seen it, that's it. Allen and Tampa talking about back uh, when I would think about basketball and football together. He goes, Bill, I've never thought like that. <laughs> uh, well, it's it, it got out of my system. I don't think like that either anymore, even though I do, I do, uh, I do still enjoy March. I love my favorite moment. Every year of college basketball would be the Thursday and Friday, the first couple days, not the play-in junk. Gosh, I hate that. H-word, I hate that. But the Thursday and Friday, when the brackets are full, 
that's so much fun. And it starts at about 10 a.m. and it goes until midnight or something. I love that. That's a blast. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how out of touch college basketball is. The average fan out there can absolutely tell you when college football starts. College basketball, no idea. No idea. Now the coaches and the really hardcore fans, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what they do for a living. And the hardcore fans, yeah. But that number is minuscule compared to perhaps what it was. It's got an identity problem. And nobody and no leadership that has worthwhile ideas to fix it. And there might not be a fix, frankly. Ags and Strohs down on the Texas coast, uh, coast. Hey, Bill, sorry if this has been already mentioned, but Mike Elko snagged a great recruiter yesterday. Apparently, he had a big hand in signing Lagway Gigum. Yeah, I forgot. Director of Scouting and Recruiting, NFL liaison Joe Hamilton is leaving the Gators for A&M. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm really interested in A&M. Well, in two ways. This baseball team, the way they're playing, just overall, and then when the football season gets started. I'm very interested in A&M. And I'm an unabashed Mike Elko fan. That opener with Notre Dame, y'all. Oh. It's it's getting it time right there. It's getting it time. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning with this rain moving through Middle Tennessee. Give yourself extra time. This morning they did manage to move that wreck to the side on 40 eastbound at Charlotte Pike. Visibility is going down um, in certain areas out here where the rain's coming down pretty hard. It's pretty congested right now on 40 westbound over here at Donaldson Pike coming in from uh, Wilson County. That's heavy up through the Mount Juliet area. It's also loading up even more with volume on 24 westbound out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County into the Antioch area. Again, it's heavy out here on all the major inbound routes. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered with catering. They're online. Check out that menu today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. King is the mother twelfth data point of college football. You are listening to the Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. in Georgia, that could be Brunswick, Savannah, all up and down the beach there and and into some of those counties. The beautiful 912 in Georgia. Says, Bill, I'm with you on college basketball. I only started paying attention. Only start, he said. Paying attention and doing homework when it's time to fill out a bracket. The one and done rule doesn't help things either. I I will peek at recruiting rankings in basketball. I will do that. Not like I would with football, but I will peek. I want to see the top teams that are – Kentucky's always going to have right at the top, maybe the top class every year, if not top couple. And uh, so I'd like to see that, how it turns out. I'm going to say it again. The best player on that Kentucky team, to me, and and I don't know if if this would be upside for the NBA, maybe not. That might be Dillingham. But Reed Shepard, 
I, I don't know that there's a more complete guard in the country, and he's a true freshman. Home of, uh, or son of, of Jeff Shepard from Peachtree City, Georgia. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, tell Blake he needs to get his AZZ to spring commitments. You know what? I wish I'd have mentioned that. Uh, Blake, I don't know what Blake's doing in May. Don't know. But I will pass that along. Yes, I will absolutely pass that along. Love to have Blake Rufino. Coach Pete's going to be there. Blake, we're going to have a really good time. I don't know how many of my kids are going to be able to come. I think Brandon can come. That might be it. Might be a smaller king crew for this trip. But uh, me and the wifey will be there. I do know that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hot Town Boy, Bill, what about Reed Shepard last night? He owned and operated Stark Vegas. Wish he could stay one more year because Kentucky has another Reed Shepard type coming in next year. Travis Perry from Lyon County, Kentucky. Would have loved to see them play together. Oh, that kid, that (laughs) – and I know you're just saying that because you'd love for him to be back, and I don't blame you. That kid – I've seen mock drafts where, and I don't know if that's real or not, where he's a top 10 guy. I I got to admit, when they signed him, and I know his family, I watched his dad play. Remember his dad vividly. His dad was on the 98 team, right? Tubby's first year. They won the Natty. I think so. Anyways. I just thought, okay, in-state kid, good, tore it up. He's got a really good name. He's a legacy. You got Wagner and Dillingham. He's not going to get much going. Uh, wrong. <laughs> now, he's not. is he the explosive athlete that those other two are? No. No. But I tell you what, how many young guards defend? This kid's a ridiculous defender. Man on man. He is crazy. He's also a crazy eyes in the back of his head passer. I don't even know if they consider him a true point guard. More of a combo guard. He gets to the rim. He makes shots. Remember at the end of the A&M game, I guess went to overtime and they lost. He needed two free throws with basically no time on the clock. Down two to send it to overtime. On the road, everybody screaming at him. I think they took a timeout, iced him, and he just stood there and knocked them both down like he was in his backyard. Yeah, he's that kid is that kid's wild. Now, now the player of the year is, is I'm guessing, is it still Dalton Connect, who's been? I'll tell you how good he's been at Tennessee. People are asking, is he the best player in the history of that school basketball-wise? And the answer is no, because you're not going to have anybody better than Bernard King. All right, that that is not possible. But is he arguably the best player other than Bernard King? Uh, I think that is a real good question that is not just overhyping some dude. I think that's a legitimate question and debate. I do. 
I mean, who would who would be after Bernard King? Who would you say would be the best player? Would it be Dale Ellis? Would it be Allen Houston? Is this is Dalton Connect better than Allen Houston and Dale Ellis? He's more versatile. Now, Dale Ellis, who was basically, if you'll remember, not a perimeter player, turned into a just crazy three-point shooter on into the NBA. Man, he was a Georgia kid, about 6'7", but but turned into a ridiculous perimeter shooter. Allen Houston was uh, a ridiculous perimeter shooter, too. But Connect does everything. He can score in more ways than those guys can. Uh, does that make him better? I think that's a debate, but, but that's how good he's been. That's a legit question. All right, we'll get the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They're wrapping up this crash over here in the Two Rivers area on Briley Parkway northbound at Lebanon Pike. They're just terrible driving conditions out here as they clean up that earlier wreck out near Charlotte Pike on 40 going eastbound. Visibility is down. Uh, standing water out here on main and secondary arteries. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. The heavy rain moving through Middle Tennessee. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered with catering. Check out that menu today for more information at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. (laughs) 
If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Fan in the eight six three down there in Florida. Hey, Bill. I'm getting confused more so by the day. Did Florida hire Napier to slowly destroy their football program? Bill, not a dig at them, but no good news comes out of there. College football is better when Florida is good, and I can't see it anytime soon. Since day one of this show. I have said there's one simple little fact, that if you obey it, it cures all problems, all ills, and that is hire the right coach. Now, that part's not easy. If it was that easy, we wouldn't have the failure rate that we see all over the planet when it comes to hiring the next football coach. The failure rate is more likely than the success rate when you go get the next guy. Just on average, if you're just averaging it out. It just is. It's a fact. We've gone over this many times. Alabama, between the Bear and Saban, numerous bad hires, multiple Oklahoma between Switzer and Stoops. Notre Dame between, (laughs) what, Lou Holtz and Brian Kelly. Multiple, multiple mistakes. On and on and on. I mean, we we can take this as far as you want to take it. Now. Have I closed the book on Billy Napier? No, but I am incredibly skeptical that he will end up on the right side of this story. Gotta be. I've got no choice but be a skeptic. 
If he turns that thing around, I'll be the first one to sit here and acknowledge it and applaud it. But he's right. Uh, Football, college football is better when they're good. When Florida's good. No, it's, it doesn't have to be good, but but how many programs have the high-end ability that the Florida football brand has? Very, very few. And since Urban Meyer, remember they, they went to the Zucker after Spur, and then they got to Meyer. So one mistake there, my boy, the Zucker. That was that was not a good hire. After that, multiple, multiple mistakes, and likely sitting here with the next mistake. Likely, we'll see. But it, it the, the let me put it this way: the evidence at the moment is overwhelmingly damning to Billy Napier. From a standpoint of, does he get them turned around as to the program Florida ought to be? The evidence is overwhelmingly damning and not good. That's it. Hire the right guy. That's it. But we all know. What about Texas since uh, Mac Brown? What about Southern Cal? If you if you go from John Robinson the first time, very successful, and then Coach McKay before that, but John Robinson, then he came back second time, wasn't wasn't successful. All the coaches, all the head coaches they've been through there at Southern Cal. All the mistakes they've made. Multiple, multiple mistakes. Pete Carroll was a good hire. Didn't end well, but he won natties. He won multiple natties, right? Since then, what have they gotten done? Nothing. Nothing. Certainly by their brand, their standards, it's about who you hire. Lincoln Riley not looking like the sharp hire that maybe they think they were getting. We're talking about the superstar brand names of the sport, y'all. I just threw about five brand names at you, maybe six, maybe seven. 80% or more of those hires were bad. We'd have to, you know what, I'm going to, sometime today, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take about five, six, seven brand names. I'm going to take it back 30, 40 years. And I'm going to do the math on the percentage of when they got the higher right. I'm going to say it's less than 20%. Might be single digits. Might be. All right, hour three coming up. Let's go, y'all. Omni National Hotel.